Activision looks to make its fortune in the mobile gaming world. China is a messed up place. And is anyone really caring about Google Stadia? Let's jump into it. What is up, guys? Welcome to episode number 119 of Diggity, the video game podcast. I'm Jeff James, as always with me, the incredible, unobtainable, noted, unobtainable, luscious Brody Falls. How are you, my friend? I'm doing good, buddy. How are, how are you? Good. Just have to remind the people, unobtainable. Unobtainable. Absolutely. Um, I'm not sure what, what is... that means in this context, but... Eh, I don't we'll roll with it, <laughs> but I constantly say it every week, so I got to try to change it up, you know, somehow. Yeah. Um, what is obtainable? Seeing our great content on our Instagram and Twitter at Diggity Podcast. Boom, baby! Subscribe to us on YouTube. Uh, D i g g i t y. That's right. That's Diggity. Spell it out. Sound it out. I don't know how or how you're going to spell it or why you can't spell it if you can't. It might be our fault. <laughs> <laughs> for the name choice it also might be yours but subscribe to us on youtube check out some of our vids on there um subscribe to our podcast on apple Podcasts, spotify google Podcasts, or wherever you're listening if this is the first time ever that you've listened to us because i mean why not we're already clearly the best we've clearly sold you on everything that we do and asked you to follow <laughs> us on multiple avenues there's no choice but to subscribe to us <laughs> right <laughs> but but subscribe to us if you're listening to this first time um, so that uh, you can get the very best, I will note, the very best video game news. Non-biased. I like it. Sounds good to me. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> I like best things. I like best Sweet. things. Um, and this is the Friday episode, so before we jump into news, uh, do you want to just run through diggity deals dude yeah nintendo switch you can get bloodstained ritual of the night for 17 dollars from gamestop not sure if that game's entirely fixed yet i think it still has some some weird uh issues going on but eh, 17 dollars isn't bad uh for xbox you can get plants versus <clears throat> zombies uh battle for neighborville for 26.66 from amazon uh the coupon will apply at checkout after you have added the item to your cart and for playstation 4 you can get uh sekiro shadows die twice for 24.99 from gamefly uh and it also has free shipping that's cool man <laughs> <laughs> all right full uh, disclosure here uh jeff had to move to avoid an echo here and that's why there's this yeah. weird awkward pause and <laughs> Him coming back to that's pretty neat. <laughs> well, we're gonna we're gonna kill the magic of 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 recording. Yeah. Um, anyway, anyways, yeah, I'll just I'll just jump right into the news that I wanted to. Um, Activision is uh, looking to take all of its franchises eventually mobile in some aspect. Um, so Activision is interested in ramping up its mobile game development uh, during an earnings call. Activision Blizzard president and chief operating officer Cody. I'm gonna say Cody. It's spelled with two D's. Never fucking seen that before. No. That's not real. Surely his name is not Cotty. Let's it call him Cotty. Cotty. Sounds like a rapper. Cotty Johnson <laughs> said the company is looking at every one of its franchises to potentially bring to mobile. Uh, Cotty Johnson started off the call by reminding shareholders that one third of business for Activision comes from mobile titles. Uh, this mobile title income is most likely based from the King uh, acquisition, sorry, the acquisition that Activision made back in 2015 of King, which is the creator of, uh, of Cranny Crush. So. I mean, they're rolling in that Candy Crush money, but can you really turn Diablo into Candy Crush? Don't think so. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know, but I do know that Call of Duty Mobile is actually pretty good. I'm pretty yeah. impressed with it. Granted, it is developed pretty much solely by Tencent, but, uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not opposed to it as long as it doesn't take away from, you know, their main console games and things like that. That That's when it becomes an issue. Mobile games, if you have a whole nother, you know, group working on it, sure, why not? Just more I mean, games out there. Yeah, you, you don't mind them taking like uh, like Overwatch and turning it into some like dumbed down mobile game. It doesn't affect me. I mean, I don't have to play it. I don't hey. care. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I mean, uh, yeah. No. I, some people like mobile gaming, and it's a huge market, and it makes them a ton of money. So, from a business perspective, it absolutely makes sense. But uh, it. The main issue is, you know, people act like, oh, it's only one or the other. And that's just not the case. So many times they hire in, you know, more people for this or they use a a third party to develop the game and basically just slap their name on it. So it doesn't take away from the development of their own, uh, you know, their console games and PC games and things yeah, like that. They just so. spin up a new team if they need to or outsource, like you said. Right. I mean, they're in the business of making money, so the more product they can put out, the more potential money they can make. So, yeah. Yeah. business one on one, baby. Business. So, uh, a quick little uh, public service announcement here: we are bringing Diggity Radar back. I promise we are. <laughs> we we missed last month because by the time we realized we missed it, it was too late. Uh, but it will return next week on the Wednesday show. I will make sure that that is ready to go but it snuck up on me again today and i i didn't have time to find that game that we uh kind of wanted to promote so next Ka-chow. week Ka-chow. um all right more news terry bogart is here so terry bogart is now available in super smash brothers ultimate um with him comes a new stage called the king of the fighters and 50 music tracks a little tidbit, right little there. tidbit. more stuff more stuff being added to smash ultimate baby it's yeah. Number one selling fighting game of all time. Right. Uh, yes. Something interesting about the 50 music tracks is they basically like took 50 music tracks and gave it to uh, the company that owns, you know, Terry Bogard's IP. I, I'm not sure who owns it at this moment. It's <laughs> uh, a funny name, dude. It is. Uh, but anyway, they, they gave the 50 tracks thinking it would be reduced down to 20, and, and that company is just like, nah, you can have all of them. It's fine. <laughs> So that's why there's so many literally sounds like a billboard lawyer. What was that? You cut out. Sorry. I said, I said, Terry Bogard literally sounds like a, like a billboard lawyer. Yeah. Yeah, he does. Give him the hammer with Terry Bogard. (laughs) It's not a great name. Hurt in a a car. Call Terry Bogard. Uh, so Call of Duty Modern Warfare is adding some content today. Uh, as a free update, Modern Warfare is getting two new maps as well as bringing back the multiplayer mode Hardpoint. Uh, the two free maps are Shoot House, which will be a standard multiplayer map, and Kravnik Farmland, which will be a new ground war map. Sweet. Yeah. Already with some like content, dude. I mean, that's pretty... That's pretty good. Pretty I hope they keep on, this dude. up. They just have to keep it up. It, it's been yeah. what? two weeks almost three weeks now since it launched it used to be mm. two weeks right now so yeah it, i mean that's that's cool if they can keep this up that it's awesome fantastic yeah no for sure um brace yourself for this title because this title <laughs> it's on. will absolutely 
take on the record of most ridiculous titles, but also most Japan title ever. SDG Gundam G Generation Cross Rays demo releases for both PS4 and Nintendo Switch today. That's right. SDG Gundam G Generation Cross Rays demo. <laughs> Get it in you. Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, standard definition G Gundam of the G Generation Cross Rays. It's a lot. That's I a mean, lot. I mean, I don't. We could have. Why do they do this? I, I. It's got to be some like big dick competition or something <laughs> over there in Japan where they're just like, you know, this is fucking. Let's just make our titles as fucking long as possible. Before too long, all the titles are just going to be like a full fucking paragraph. <laughs> they're just like, let's see what these silly Americans say this title as long as possible. <laughs> let's make it impossible to search for this game. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know a ton about this game, but I know there are a lot of people looking forward to it, so I will definitely try out the demo, uh, probably on PlayStation. Maybe I'll try it on both. Why not? But, uh, so Beat Saber and Rocket League are collaborating. Uh, so huh. Beat Saber and Rocket League and Monster Cat, because Rocket League always works with Monster Cat, uh, are working together to create six new songs for Beat Saber, as well as some customization options uh, for Rocket League. So Beat Saber adds Play by Tokyo Machine, Glide nice. by Stephen Walking, uh, Love You, Need You, all caps. I should should have probably shouted it, I suppose, but that's by Quite Slushy. Slushy. Oh, yeah, <laughs> Rocket by Tokyo Machine. Uh, Shways? Shyways? Shyways. Uh, by Don Timmer. Uh, Test Dion Me by Timmer. Slushy and Dion Timmer. Yeah, sorry. Uh, and Rocket League also adds a topper and a boost that features Beat Saber cubes and even includes the iconic clashing sound or slashing sounds from uh, Beat Saber. Kind of cool. Little tidbit. Yeah, uh, cool. Probably cooler for Beat Saber than it is for Rocket League because more songs is more Beat Saber. But. Uh, Probably not going to use the Beat Saber cubes in Rocket League. Sorry. No. Oh, I don't like toppers anyway. I mean. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's always crazy to see, like, what Rocket League works with and who they work with and, like, to the extent of what they do. I mean, it's just, it's a car. Yeah. It's crazy what they can do. I'm not saying they do a bad job. They've done a fantastic job. I mean. Yeah. They've done a ton of good stuff. Their makes a ton of money and their game makes a ton of money. It's been extremely successful, but holy cow. And on top Crazy. of that, they they always work with Monster Cat, which Monster Cat I I don't know a ton about the company, it's out but of Vancouver, I, man. Yeah, but it's it's like a they really focus on like it's almost all like kind of EDM type music yeah, for Mo the Monster most part. Monster Cat is is a is a, a record label solely for EDM. Oh, okay. So that makes sense then. But yeah, yeah they that, basically uh, Rocket League has artists. almost always worked with monster cat i mean it's been a long time now and they always bring really cool music to the game i mean the that startup well, screen I'm is assuming there's gotta super be, addicting i mean if you're a video game right and you want that new the new sounds in your video game you want to update it i mean you don't have to pay royalties for the songs yeah right because they just put them in there and then monster cat gets a the artist gets a kickback because people are like, what song is this yeah I mean, how many times are we fucking stupid where we're like playing Playing with the boys from the stupid <laughs> summer, from the stupid the summer, summer event, uh, event. Yeah. right? And it's like you know we did that, but you know we got it in our heads. I mean that's an older song, but still like 
Right. It's, uh, that was like you know, a the EDM version of it, though. They had. Oh, the, that's uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Playing, playing with the boys. <laughs> um, I'm moving on to other news. Uh, Overwatch one and two will eventually merge into one client. Yay! Thank God. Oh my God. Last week or not last week? Last episode. Good God. It's that close. Uh, we basically asked uh, the great video game gods and said, great video game gods, can you get Jeff Kaplan just to fucking tell us what this fucking game is about and <laughs> how it kind of works? Because it sounds like an expansion, but it's not. Uh, game director Jeff Kaplan stated in an interview with Kotaku uh, that there will be a point where the clients merge. Uh, we think this is important, especially as a competitive experience. The whole idea is to avoid fragmenting the player base and giving anybody a competitive advantage. If we're playing in the same competitive pool, you better not have a better frame rate just because you're on a different version of the engine. Uh, this sounds great. Uh, however, it continues to push the idea and overall vis- vision of Overwatch 2 being more of an expansion rather than a standalone game, as Blizzard currently would like to be seen as sorry would like it to be seen as. Um, and that's because later on in the interview, it, it's kind of long and it kind of rambles on, really. But he kind of just talks about how what's in it and what's in it doesn't really constitute it being a full game. Like, I mean, we already know what's fully in it, but he just goes on about it again and kind of says, like, eventually it will go, but then it won't, but it will. So, like, you'll buy a version that will come out possibly on its own, but then it's going to eventually merge to a client. So it's like, why the fuck would I buy it <laughs> Right on its own? <laughs> so... Yeah, it's kind of bizarre. Uh, honestly, I think it should just launch like that, though. I, I just... I don't see how that transition later on is going to go well i just think it should just be over it's either you got to be overwatch 2 and that's it and you just move on yeah to overwatch 2 and i think people be okay with that yeah and just treat it as an expansion you can upgrade the engine across the board treat it as an expansion to where all the pve stuff is locked behind the paywall of of overwatch 2 or whatever you want to call it and then everyone has the standard pvp of of overwatch one but now on the new engine with the upgrades and the new maps and new characters and things like that i i that's what makes the most sense to me and i don't yeah. know why they are going to make it as complicated as possible <laughs> well you got it i also i didn't put in the show notes but there's also like another article where he was basically stating that he hopes that the rest of the industry takes note of what they're doing and kind of like makes it the norm but the problem I have is I don't fucking know what you're doing still. Yeah. Yeah, they're not clear on this <laughs> at all. Like, um, so I kind of don't want the whole industry to do that because it's like, great. Like, we're just going to announce things that have no end date, which is also still, I mean, that's a problem as it is right now in the industry. Yeah. Or no, you know, launch date. And But now it's like we're going to announce something with no launch date and the game that you currently have right now, we you, you don't know if you're going to need to buy it or if you're just it's just going to be there or if when you buy it, it's not going to be the same game, but it's supposed to, but it's not. I mean, it's just a clusterfuck. Yeah. It makes, yeah. It makes yes, no it sense. Yes, it is. But basically, that was the snuff of the other article, essentially. just He wants this to... He hopes and thinks that this could be a thing for the industry and he would like the industry to follow this. I mean, I... For that kind of game, maybe, but like it doesn't make sense for like a Spider Man on PS4 and Spider Man uh, 2, Spider-Man but not really Spider Man 2. It's Spider Man so 1.5. Spider-Man, you make like Spider Man 2 and you put them both on the same in one client and it's like a hundred fucking gigs to download <laughs> to your PS4 or PS5. Yeah, 
Uh, yeah, that's, I, I don't, I don't get what they're doing right now, and I don't know why they are complicating something that should have been fairly easy. It's just, I, I don't know. But, Sony's doing some cool stuff, speaking of PlayStation. Uh, Sony, and more importantly, PlayStation, is having some movement going on. So, Herman Holst is taking over as PlayStation's new head of Worldwide Studios, uh, Holst co-created Guerrilla Games, and he worked as the managing director there during his time. Uh, so Guerrilla Games is best known for the Killzone series, as well as a little game called Horizon Zero Dawn. You may have heard of it. Uh, so PlayStation CEO and President Jim Ryan had nothing but good things to say about Holst, uh, saying, Herman is one of the most effective and well-respected leaders in the video game industry. He is passionate advocate for the teams he leads and understands how to empower creative talent to build great experiences. I have no doubt Herman can lead our team or teams to deliver compelling and diverse experiences at steady cadence. Uh, his movement to the new position is immediate and uh, PlayStation seems to be very excited about the things that he's going to bring to the table. Uh, meanwhile, Shuhei Yoshida is heading a new initiative at PlayStation. Uh, this new initiative is supposed to be all about uh, celebrating external developers that are creating new and unexpected experiences and that was a direct quote uh so far and not much is known about his new role nor the initiative as a whole but uh yoshida will be reporting directly to jim ryan again the ceo and president of playstation uh so jim ryan said this about yoshida everybody knows just how passionate shu is about independent games uh they are lifeblood of the industry making our content poor portfolio so special for our gamers ryan said uh these wildly creative experiences deserve focus and a champion like shu at playstation who will ensure the entire sie uh which is uh stody or so sorry sony interactive uh nope fuck that up <laughs> entertainment yeah sony interactive entertainment sorry uh organization organization works together to better engage with independent developers through a culture of supporting and celebrating their con contributions to PlayStation platforms. Cool. Cool. So a good guy is going to be at the helm of a lot of shit. And uh, Yoshida goes on and parties like he does and finds cool shit. Yeah. And he goes on little adventures <laughs> and finds cool shit and brings it out, man. Cool dude. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, um, there's uh, there's actually something too that I want to talk about real quick with PlayStation that I didn't put in. Um, they're looking to actually unify, um, like the the whole organization as a, as a whole. And so, for anyone who's I mean worked with PlayStation or knows a little bit about it, basically they're 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 broken up by regions. So there's mm -hmm. like Sony Europe, there's Sony Asia, like there's Skasia, there's there's SIE. Um, there's a bunch of different stuff. And there's like Sony North America, all that kind of shit. They want to break those down and just make it a, a global thing. Right. Um, basically they're not. And I think in the article when I was reading it, it wasn't, it wasn't like big enough to like talk about it. Right. I probably should have added on to this, but um, they were just basically chatting about how like, you know, they've had always success in all those regional markets and, and they'll keep like those regional teams, but as a whole for the branding development of it, they want it like, you know, to be a overlaying branding for everything and keep it, you know, a global, um, uh, like unification for their branding rather that must than be, uh, like a, a, Europe and Great Britain and all that kind of stuff is a little bit different than, you know, the rest of like Sony Asia and all that. 
Right. That must be a very uh, Japanese thing to do because Nintendo is very similar to where they're kind of like separate, but they're also still one company at the same time kind of thing. Yeah, and I think it worked, right? Because for a long time, like when you had the... I think it works in a way where if you're not number one, you're able to really just focus and pour your money into the certain sectors of it and, mm-hmm. and, and build up. Like, I feel like it was good for them to have done this all up until this point because they could build the strong core teams in those regions. Yeah. And now that they have an underlying organization, then I mean, they're the number one console. They're the big guy. They're the big dude, right? They're the second highest selling console of all time. Behind all those are all the other PlayStations. Right, yeah. A lot of people don't talk about that, but... PlayStation 2. PlayStation 3. Mm-hmm. And the original PlayStation are all on the top. Uh, play, uh, Xbox 360 beat PlayStation 3. But PlayStation 2, is, but yeah, I mean, top 10. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, they're all, they beat out a lot of the stuff. I mean, right. they've, kicked Xbox, they've kicked Microsoft's ass for the last, what, six years, seven years now for Xbox mm-hmm. One? Five years, going on six years. Or six years, six I think. Six years? Okay. Yeah, so they've coming up on six years. Six years. And so I think those regional teams, you know, have been built up pretty well. And if they can do this, you know, they'll be able to make that sweeping switch to PS5 and keep it under control and under lockdown. But uh, it'll be interesting to see because, I mean, there's a lot of cool, like, promos and shit that, like, Britain has and Asia has that, like, they don't do on this side. So I'm hoping that they can take stuff from there and bring it here as well and just unify everything. Like, there's some really good sales that happen in, like, Asia. Mm-hmm. For different games, there's some good games that just never even come to North America as well. Yeah, that's but a that's a big issue. That, that's a uh, big I'd issue like to to where that. you know. Oops, sorry. Uh, yeah, it, it it localizing some games from Japan over here just a lot of times does not ever happen, or until that game is like right. remastered or something like that, and that that always sucks. I mean. Granted, a lot of times they are the most Japanese games you could ever imagine, but, I mean, there's also been games like uh, some of the Monster Hunters that weren't brought over to the U.S. until, you know, or North America, I guess, uh, until later when it was basically remastered or re-released on a different console or something like that. And, and so, yeah, you know, seeing more of that brought over here would be awesome. I'm I'm all for that. Cool. Um, I've got two quick PSAs before moving on to some other news, but uh, the PSA one is uh, some people slash video game journalists are, uh, in my opinion, pussing out on their Death Stranding reviews. Just want to kick some shit and say that. Um, I think some people have done great reviews, like Giant Bomb has done great reviews, but I think that um, in this, I mean, obviously we're new to this industry of, I guess, the video game journalism, if you want to call it that, for us. Um, But it's, you know... It seems a lot like because Kojima made something that people don't want to not talk shit, just literally talk the truth about it. Basically, Death Stranding has not been getting the best reviews from the yeah. actual honest reviews. And people right. be like, well, it depends. Do you like that review? Do you like that review? No, it's not. It's a walking simulator is what it's basically been referred to. And it's missing a lot of stuff. It's just not. It's It was a hype machine. And it just it's fallen flat for sure. Yeah, and there's a lot of sites and stuff and people that have been talking about it, and they've been overpraising the shit out of it. Oh yeah, without doing, it. I just don't, I don't get that. I don't understand that. I don't know why people do that. It doesn't help anyone. 
Right. I th- I've actually even seen uh, a few people where they started playing it and pretty much just said, I'm not going to review this because I did not enjoy the time I put into it and I'm done playing it. <laughs> and I've seen other ones too where like they they give it like, I don't even know what you want to call it. Like I guess there's people that just go to IGN or to, and it's not IGN that did this, but it's like IGN actually gave it a pretty fair score to be honest with you, which is kind of interesting. But, <clears throat> you know, like, and Giant Bomb gave it a, a, a total, I think Giant Bomb gave it like a two out of five. Yeah. But like those guys are no bullshit. No, that's yeah, probably they're... why they're fantastic. But the, um, there's some other people in other places that did it where like they gave it like you know like a seven or an eight out of ten, but then when you actually read the review, the review's like it's not good. But they gave it an eight out of ten, so like you know the people that just kind of scroll and see what did it get? Oh, cool. It right. got eight out of ten. You know, at the bottom of the article, and they don't read the article and they leave. You know, to see an eight out of ten, and they don't get all butthurt about it. Yeah. But like they made the IGN video, it has like thirty thousand likes and like thirty thousand dislikes on it, and it's because people just have like you know the biggest boner for this stuff. It's like the guy's made some great games, sure, but he can make a bad one now and then. Yeah, absolutely. Or just a not great one. Like it's not terrible. I'm not saying it's terrible, but in comparison to what it was hyped, the amount of hype and publicity it had, and what it ended up actually just being is walking around and i i feel like i should clarify here because you know it it is it does seem like we're like throwing stones in a glass house type of thing because we didn't review this game and actually we have oh, not yeah. we don't we don't do a ton of reviews because this is not our full-time job <laughs> we yeah. we do this on the side we have full-time jobs you know re- lives outside of this and so it is not physically possible for us to play every game and review it. And so uh, as this was coming closer, I kind of talked about maybe getting it just or just basically renting it just to try it to see what the hell is it is about. Um, and eventually I finally got to the point where I said I'm not going to because right. – Nothing about this game actually interests me. I'm just more confused and want to know what the fuck is going on. Right, there's uh, intrigue as to like what the hell is Right, it? but everything about the game is not my kind of game. I, I just, any game time that I get, I like to play something that I actually enjoy. And while this is not a full-time job, and while this is, you know, not something that because it's different when you're actually getting paid to do this because a lot of times in a job you do things that you don't want to want or really want to do and for me right now this is our hobby this is something we love to do but at the same time i'm not gonna play every game just for the sake of playing every game so what is (laughs) what's going on over there okay let's (laughs) so yeah Brody's Brody's point is 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 absolutely yeah. legitimized too. I mean, we we haven't played the game, but my thing is just in general, in principle, like it just seems like people are just like yeah, kind of afraid to really do shit, and some people aren't, and it's just like okay, cool, you know. I mean, the consensus in general is that it, it just is an okay game, or it's not that great in comparison to its hype and what it might have been, and the fact that Kojima worked on it, but people just aren't 
giving it the right numbers. They're giving it those like okay numbers, and then their review is actually not good about it. It's the most right. confusing fucking thing. But um, yeah, side point to that noise. This fucking hotel. All right, this this. I'm staying in a new hotel. It's brand new. It's literally like, I think like four months old. Okay, like real brand new. It's nice. Everything's really sparkly and clean. Some reason. The people that are staying here just decide that they're just going to fucking make a ton of noise all the time. <laughs> it's, it, for those who don't, it's 11 o'clock at night, okay? I'm in the middle of Lancaster, Pennsylvania. <laughs> There's people fucking hacking in the hallways, like just sneezing up. There's people yelling and shit. It sounded like my I, dog when she's about ready to throw up. She's like, oh. Oh. Yeah, I went down. I went down. This is some sidetrack, but whatever. I went down um, yesterday to do some work uh, at night, and I'm sitting there, and it was it was my hell. It was my hell. <laughs> In comes a bus with like fifty to sixty old people on a trip into the lobby. They start playing foosball. They fuck in the lobby. They start playing like cards and shit in the corner i go down this morning for breakfast it's a fucking madhouse there's there's old people all in the breakfast bar they don't know how to use the fucking waffle maker they don't know how, they don't know how to get the fucking cereal out of the thing that you turn and it fucking brings the cereal into your bowl they don't yeah. work the fucking touchscreen juice machine it's just mass mass confusion and i'm just trying to fucking eat and get the fuck out of there and start my day unbelievable unbelievable it's been a trip it's been a trip. <laughs> Anyways, let's move move on to the the Black Friday stuff because we're at that crazy, crazy that we're at this time of the year already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, holy shit, we're like forty something, forty days to like Christmas or something fucking crazy like that, dude. Yeah. Did you want to touch on the Stadia thing real quick or nah? Oh my god, yeah. Sorry, the other PSA I had on this too. Um, well, I guess not PSA. Just Jeff thoughts. Uh, I don't know if oh anyone's keeping track of this, but. Um, actually, I do know Colin Moriarty is keeping track of it. He's actually, when I was going on Twitter, it's what made me went, holy shit, yeah. But Stadia launches in 12 days. <laughs> and, and I've no heard one nothing. Cares. Heard no nothing one cares at all. <laughs> and I've heard no one talk about it. Um, uh, yeah. My notes on this were, the fuck they going to do this looking bad and no profiting and broing down on this one. This thing, sh- <laughs> This thing's shutting down in like a year. Oh, absolutely. This thing's basically dead on arrival. Um, like, I think if they I waited, did. I think if they waited and they announced in their original keynote that they were, that they had acquired someone and that someone like that and that, that company was making a game and they showed that game off and it was like the big weenie of their Keystone or their, their um, key conference and that would just give them, like, you could only play it on Stadia be great but all the games that have come to stadia are on i mean wildlands that's it that's a poo game let's just go ahead and oh, say it. wildlands isn't that bad you haven't even played it motherfucker <laughs> it's not great it launched bad but uh actually it was pretty good after the fact it, it took a couple months but they don't have their own exclusives Oh, you you meant Breakpoint, not Wildlands. Oh yeah, my bad. I was like, God bad, damn, bad. Wildlands my wasn't bad. that bad. My apologies. Yes, Breakpoint. Uh, Doo doo. 
Anyways, the, <laughs> I'll agree um, with that one. <laughs> yeah, no, but like they don't have any exclusives that makes someone want to go like, oh my god, I gotta have it. It's like older shit. Yeah. Or poo. Yeah, it's it's bizarre how this is being handled. Uh, it's kind of exactly what I expect from Google in a way, though, because this is kind of what they do. They just dabble into something, and then they're going to drop this in like a year. You're absolutely right. They literally they just dabble into shit, and they don't follow through with the and shit. And then five years down the road, they're going to be like, hey, Stadia's coming back. Stadia's coming back. Aren't you guys excited? Nope. Nobody gave a shit to begin with. No, 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 Nobody's no, no. excited. Hopefully Stadia's coming back, Mike, and we're renaming Stadia <laughs> to this, to blah, 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 blah. Right. That's all they ever do, right? Like, I mean, look at, like, their social media stuff and all that shit. I mean, I guess Pixel's been somewhat successful, but still not that successful. Yeah. I mean, how many people you know walking around with Pixel? Not many. Yeah. Like, it's just, it's weird. It's a weird Google thing. It is a weird, weird Google thing. Uh, so on to Nintendo Black Friday deals. Uh, these are the only deals that I found from uh, a specific uh, console maker here. So That's okay, though, because we could yeah. probably do like Nintendo this week and then Nintendo. PlayStation or, and then or Xbox, PlayStation next yeah. week. And yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So uh, Nintendo Switch with Mario Kart 8 for $299.99, which is a $60 saving. So you're basically getting Mario Kart 8 for free. Which is um, crazy that that game is $60. But yeah, it's uh, It's unreal. sold like hotcakes. <laughs> uh, Super Mario Odyssey, Super Mario Party, The Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, Splatoon 2, Donkey Kong Country, Tropical Freeze, uh, Mario Tennis Aces, Kirby Star Allies, Octopath Traveler, and Wolfenstein 2, The New Colossus will all be... $39.99, which is a $20 savings. Uh, a pair of Joy-Con controllers, uh, gray or neon red or blue, no special colors here, uh, for $59.99, which is another $20 savings, and a Pokeball Plus accessory for $19.99, which is a $30 savings. And then just a little uh, public service announcement on this. Uh, the Nintendo Switch that you get bundled with Mario Kart 8 is the old Switch model. It is not the new one with the improved battery life. Oh, that's kind of dumb. Yeah. Yeah, trying to get rid of that stock. Oh, God, that's kind of poopy. The Pokeball Plus, do you think that did it? I mean, I don't think that did as I don't think it did well thought. at all. It wasn't I mean, very it long at all before it went on sale for, like, half price. Yeah, it gives you cramps. Yeah. I, mean, I, I bought it almost more for novelty, and I thought the kids might like it kind of thing with uh, uh, Let's Go Eevee. And yeah. I tried it one time, decided that I absolutely fucking hate it, and <laughs> it has sat on a shelf for, uh, I mean, I guess since since Let's Go came out. So Kids what, like don't like months, it. I don't like months. it. What's that? It sat for three or four months. Yeah. Except for it's actually like a year. It's been a year since Evie's been out? Are you fucking kidding me? I'm pretty sure. No fucking way. You Google that. That's crazy. I'm not saying no, but that's kind of sad. I'm pretty sure it came out last November because everybody was outraged that it wasn't Gen 8. And they're like, oh, next year we're... We're releasing. Oh my god, dude! I'm, time is flying. It's definitely not four months. I'm fucking stupid for saying that, but well. I didn't think it was a year. <laughs> well, <laughs> but the uh, yeah, the um, I mean, the Pokeball Plus. I I if they just made it like a little bit bigger, I think it'd be okay. Or make hey, here's a great idea: make two, 
make one that's called the Great Ball, and then one that's Pokeball Plus, so little kids can use the Pokeball Plus, and then adults can have the Great Ball. There it is, right there. Uh, November 16th, 2018. <laughs> Just saying. Uh, hey, so not a year yet, all right? The, the, the biggest issue I found with the Pokeball, other than the fact that my hand cramped up and was going like this, uh, was the fact that you're actually missing some buttons. So it you have to do like motions and things for it to do certain... Like I think to get out of the menu, you had to like jerk this thing back and forth to make it do anything. Yeah, no, I did that on purpose. <laughs> That's awesome. Uh, dick jokes, great. Uh, <laughs> oh god. Hey, um, you know it's a dick move. Tell me. Imposing a curfew it. upon your people and claiming that it's only for the greater cause of your country. There you go. Hey, oh, China's imposing shitty. a curfew. Uh, China's concerned that their youth. Maybe addicted to video games, so they're doing something about it. Uh, gamers under the age of 18 will be banned from playing online games between 10 p.m. and 8 a.m. Dick move. Uh, minors will also be allowed to play 90 minutes of games on weeknights and up to three hours on weekends. The amount of money that can be added to minors' gaming accounts will be restricted as well. So from the ages of 8 to 16, only 200 uh, yuan um, or $29 per month will be able to be added and 16 to 18-year-olds, we'll get 400. Is it one or you on? Don't know. I don't know either. <laughs> I'm going to use my dumb American side of this. <laughs> Even though I'm not American. God, I hate dumb it when North this American. happens. Dumb <laughs> God, I'm so, I'm so concerned. $57 per month. Um, and these official government guidelines will be applied to all online gaming platforms that operate within China. You know what? The funding side of it, honestly, I think is actually not per month, but I think like per deposit would actually be a good idea for young people. Yeah. For like the loot box stuff, to be honest with you, I think that's like a decent thing. Cause like, Fair enough. you hear these horror stories too, where someone's like, my kid racked up like $300 on loot boxes on, you know, Overwatch, or they went out and bought like every dumb fucking thing in Roblox they could. Yeah. Well, he better get to mowing fucking lawns because he's got to make that money back. <laughs> Kids can't mow lawns anymore. What? Yeah, it's like racist or something. What? Um, <laughs> the gamers, under, like, I mean, so if you're in China, which you're not listening to us because if the Chinese government is smart, they're blocking our shit for sure. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but, but the 100%, I don't, I mean, it's just, I, I don't, I, people, how do you, how do they enforce this? Do they shut the fucking servers down? Do they, I mean, I guess they use a firewall. Well, it's, uh, I think for the, these companies to have their games in this country or in China, they have to comply to this and they have to set this up within their games. Mind you, the biggest game company that is involved in this is Tencent, which is the biggest video game company in the world. So, yeah, I mean, they can really enforce it fairly easily. I mean, granted, also like I'm sure no one Chinese has ever lied about thing. their age online, but I just, I, I don't, I, I, I'm not sure. I know in, um, in, uh, I can't remember what country it is, but your, your gaming accounts and everything are actually tied to your social security number. Or their their what version the of it, so I they can keep track trust of everything. Any video game company with my social security number, but they, they all they, get hacked. And exact, well, yeah, 
<laughs> like no one is safe. Talking about you, Bethesda. Uh, <laughs> Everybody. But, yeah, but it's tied to their equivalent of the social security number or whatever. Yeah, and, yeah. and it has to be or else you can't set up the account. And so what they know the what fuck? each person is doing, how much they're doing it, what they're playing, how much they're playing it. Like all of this shit. They know all of it. So I imagine China's going to do something very similar. It's the only way they'd be able to actually enforce this. What if it's not an online game? What if it's like a single player game? It has to, yeah, I mean, I mean, you but can just how pop many, it in and play it? That's that's half the problem, though. Anymore, finding a game that you can actually just play yeah. offline is yeah. few and far between. Yeah, we're gonna have to. They have to go find like a 2002 box of Cheerios and pull that <laughs> fucking disc out with Scrabble. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. Got to play some Scrabble. If, if you're lucky, maybe you can get Yahtzee. I'm just saying. Yeah. The best video games are the ones that came in cereal boxes. <laughs> yeah. I remember. <laughs> do you remember when, like, Taco Bell used to have the floppy disk games and shit? <laughs> God, I sound old as fuck right there. <laughs> I remember Taco Bell had one that was like a. It was like a Chihuahua dirt bike race. racing game Wasn't on it? the moon. Just take that in. Taco Bell had a game that was dirt bike racing on the moon. I thought they had a Chihuahua video game. Well, I'm sure they did. Extremely borderline racist. Yeah, God, I missed that Chihuahua though. Could never do that nowadays though. Yeah. Gidget the Chihuahua. 1998. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Didn't he be like, yo, quiero Taco Bell. Didn't that what he just said all the time? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Side note there. My wife dressed her chihuahua up as a taco for Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> Racist? You be the judge. <laughs> <laughs> it's my wife, not me. <laughs> just saying. Hey, look. <laughs> he is... Indeed, a, a, you know, he's of Mexican descent somewhere along the lines. I mean, he finds himself right. in Indiana, but. <laughs> well, he's a long God. way from home. Oh, my God. Did you know a federal appeals court on Friday? we got to wrap this show up, too, because we're getting. <laughs> we're <thought>. getting sidetracked as <laughs> shit. A, a federal appeals court on Friday ruled that Taco Bell is liable for $42 million in breach of contract awards to two Michigan men who created the diminutive mascot that started in the Irvine, California fast food giants, $500 million advertising campaign in the nineties. Hmm. Go figure. Two guys from Michigan made that one up. Well, of course. Right, so what do you think? <laughs> Let me put on my best Michiganer accent. Oh boy. So what do you think huh, about having a Chihuahua sit there and, uh, and he, uh, you know, he's Mexican. Oh, I think that's great. Yeah. I think that'd be great. That'd be awesome there. Oh yeah, let's. Uh, and what if he spoke like a little bit of Spanish? Like, well, Fred, I don't know how to speak Spanish. Well, I know about one sentence from high school. How about we say uh, "Yo quiero"? Well, what does that mean? Is I love okay? Is it I love or I need? What does that mean? I think it's I want. I want. Yeah. Okay. Don't do Spanish. But he's like, you know, I think we should do that. Yeah. Why don't we throw Taco Bell on the end of that? Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it's I want. Fuck? I had to look it up just to make sure, but. Oh, my God. Oh, drop the chalupa. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot about that saying, dude. 
We Shut gotta the wrap this shit up. Yeah, okay, we're gonna close this one out for sure. We haven't gotten sidetracked like this in a long time. We've got sidetracked in like probably fifty episodes, which is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, it was bound to happen at some point. If our, about, our first like fifty something episodes, we got sidetracked a lot. Yeah, but whatever. Cool. It's a All Friday right. show. Anyway. All right, guys. Um, <laughs> the China stuff's crazy. Uh, we're going to close the show out here. Uh, guys, if you want to support us on Patreon, head over to patreon.com slash Uh You can also subscribe, or sorry, you can also get a free trial of Audible um, and get a free audiobook download uh, by going over to audibletrial.com slash diggity uh, to get access to a ton of uh, free audiobooks to choose from. Um, that again, you'll get a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial, audibletrial.com slash diggity. Follow us on Twitter and, and uh, Instagram at Diggity Podcast. Subscribe to our YouTube channel. Uh, search for Diggity or Diggity Gaming, D-I-G-G-I-T-Y. Um, you can find me on Xbox One. My gamer tag is Maple Jeff. Mine is Luscious Brody. And on PlayStation, you can find me at Wolverine's Cousin. Hell yeah. Hell guys, leave yeah. us a review. It uh, helps us out a ton, whether it's a comment on our YouTube video or um, a review on our iTunes or Spotify or Google podcast page. It helps the podcast, podcast gets noticed. Oh, my God. I cannot speak. helps the podcast get noticed. <laughs> and on top of that, uh, it also gives us feedback to make the show better and our content better. Um, so we really appreciate it. And thank you to those who have left reviews. It, uh, it's, it's definitely helped. Until next time, guys, we will see you for the Wednesday show. See ya. Go get some Taco Bell. Yo quiero Taco Bell. And now we're getting sued. <laughs> <laughs>